Hello and welcome to Jason Newland.com. My name's Jason Newland and Andre the Ferret has decided to run around just as I've began to record my voice. So there you go. This is going to be a let me bore you to sleep session. I only listen to this or watch the video on YouTube or my website when you can safely close your eyes and I was going to say there may be background sounds but there already is which is a little bit annoying because I've been, <laughs> I've been working trying to get the sound on the recorder a little bit better by you know readjusting the knobs and trying to get the this seems to be like in some of the previous recordings a little bit of a hum humming sound in the background and it's I've kind of put it down to the fridge in the kitchen which it can be a little bit of that but it definitely seemed to be uh, a bit more going on as far as the recording so I'm figuring it's going to record me at a lower volume but I can increase the volume in editing so hopefully hopefully it should work out okay if there's still a hum at you know part of the session then there's a hum this I am you know I'm, I'm working on it I'm giving it a go as it were so today it's technically it's Monday I think now I think it's gone midnight it's, it's about one o'clock or something what time is it it's 1.42 in the morning on Monday morning but as far as I'm concerned it's still Sunday because I have not gone to bed the day ends when I go to sleep as well that's how I kind of I think most people really think that way, don't they? So, tomorrow, or later today, I will make the Hypnotic Buffet, which I do every Monday, and that will be available. And you can also download free the Android app on Google Play. And it's available, it's, the link's everywhere, it's, it's in my description box, it's on my website, and you know it's quite easy to find I'd quite like to have an app for all the different things that I do but I can't I can't afford to I had to save up for that one and uh, you know I suppose it'd be quite nice to have an app for the these let me bore you to sleep sessions because I've done quite a few of them now I think this is the 36th one I think uh, but often, when I say that, I quite often 
seem to come up with a different number to what is real. So, but it is it's over thirty. I think it's I think it's thirty six. So the whole point really of these let me bore you to sleep sessions is I just talk and talk and talk about either nothing or very little a lot about a little or it could be a focused session which is really aimed at sleeping so it could be a mixture you know it could be a mixture of distraction could be a mixture of focus but it's always focus because whenever you listen to my voice you're focusing on my voice and I'm mentioning Andre in the background eating his dry food and you can probably hear him when he does eat I think he scoffs it down and then he has to kind of sneeze it back up again <laughs> it's a bit weird I've never never seen anybody eat and sneeze at the same time but he's happy enough he's I think he's had quite a good day really I took him out earlier this evening and visited a friend and took him into the garden with a friend's garden and got a bit of attention and he was seemed pretty happy it's a beautiful <coughs> sneeze and see it's a beautiful summer evening and the temperature was just perfect really as far as being outside the t-shirt just you know it's lovely evening what surprised me though is when I got around there and it was pretty about half past eight ish time and within about 20 minutes it was dark so it was light outside and then within 20 minutes it was dark outside I just couldn't believe it it was like so quickly now that's just the tip of the iceberg of boredom boredom-dom that I'm going to introduce to you today. I suppose the best example really would be, you know when you're talking to someone, maybe maybe you've gone to a party, or it's a dinner, luncheon, or it's a wedding, or something like that. Maybe it's a, a company do, a ball, or something like that. And you get sat next to somebody that you don't know. And for whatever reason, <laughs> you just find yourself being really, really bored by the person. And it's not, it's not necessarily anybody's fault, it's, you know, we all have our own interests and, you know, but. You might meet someone and their sole interest is maybe 
butterflies or kitchen tiles that might be their their fascination in life that might be the thing that they really know loads about and that give them pleasure and they'd like to discuss these uh, hobbies or topics or obsessions with whoever they meet and I'm kind of one of them uh, I've had to learn over the years that other people aren't really interested in what I've you know in what I'm interested in I'm interested in hypnosis I'm interested in you know this kind of thing and I don't have any friends that I've got the slightest bit of interest in it so I learned years ago to stop talking about it to people because I could find that I'd be talking to them and their eyes would glaze over their eyes would just literally glaze over and you could see that you know sometimes it was as if they were struggling to keep their eyes open because when I talk to someone I do look at them my friend said that I've got I overlook I kind of um, what did my friend say he said that I bless Andre and his sneeze they're loud sneezes but they are the cutest little sneezes ever I love his sneezes I love everything about him but I love just love his little sneezes so Yeah, I'll be, their, their eyes would glaze over and then it's as if they're really struggling to keep their eyes open and all I was doing was just telling them about hypnosis and the things I'd learnt and the, the experiences I'd had because I've been doing this for 20, over 20 years, 20 years and 6 months. It's January two, no, January nineteen ninety eight, when I first got involved and started studying hypnosis. So it's been a while, and it seems to be that not everybody's as interested. And I feel this. What does my friend say that I kind of? insist on eye contact I think he said and I never really thought of myself in that way I can't the opposite to you know if um, some people stroke can't look into the eyes of another person I I'm the opposite I struggle not to look into their eyes because it gives so much information potentially and because I'm not a liar although I do make stuff up but that's in recordings and that's me just being silly makes silly stories up sometimes and exaggerate but not when I'm being serious but 
if I do say something silly in real life, I try and make it absurd so the other person knows that I'm just joking. You know, I don't, I don't sort of tell lies to deceive other people or to gain some kind of financial uh, gain. You know, gain financial gain. I was trying to think of a better word than gain. I've already used it when I said gain. You know, to make financial gain or to take advantage of somebody's good nature or financial resources. So yeah, I kind of quite a boring person then I suppose in that way. And I learnt that, but I also noticed when other people were perhaps boring others I'd observe I'd notice it and how much of that is to do with the other person who's being bored actually perhaps has other things on their mind that they want to do or maybe they want to talk about their interest so, you know, a boring conversation from the outside could be a really interesting conversation for the two people talking to each other if they're both talking about the same subject that they both love. So, if you're into, into kitchen tiles, for example, you meet another person that's into kitchen tiles you could have a brilliant time discussing all the different designs the history of different you know uh, kitchen tiles and the the ceramics the old factories that used to make them maybe the original cutting machines and the various artexes that we use to stick the kitchen tiles onto the kitchen wall and all the different patterns and flowers and you know the various uh, price ranges I guess because there are going to be some kitchen tiles that are really really expensive and maybe got gold interwoven within the ceramic or maybe it's not made of ceramic maybe it's made of some kind of China um, kind of material I'm not sure what China is you know like China teacups I know what China is it's a it's a place where people live but not everybody lives there but quite a few people but this isn't really about geography this is more about it's not really about kitchen tiles so much but we've all got our interests and when you meet someone that's just talking and talking and they don't even have to be talking slowly or you know they could be talking quickly that's how I whistle them when I say quickly quick 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 I can't whistle when I try to Quickly, quickly, 
It's a bit like trying to fart. You know, you're trying to impress someone on the first date. You're trying to fart and it won't come out. It's just like the rest of the time, farting's easy, natural, always available. Always got a little spare bit of gas inside waiting to pop out. But on that first date, wanting to impress that woman of my dreams, no, no farts available. So, ceramic tiling, kitchens, even if the person's talking in a really excitable way, it still can be boring for the recipient of that uninteresting information, uninteresting to them, not not to the person that's talking to them so I kind of I don't say I discovered this as if I'd uh, found a lost ark you know it wasn't it's not quite that you know so it's not like I found the the other 12 commandments you know there's actually 24 but I found the other one the other 12 you know, it didn't nothing like that. It's just it's kind of I think having bored enough people over the years, I started to realise that no one's really interested in anything I've got to say uh, when it comes to the things I'm interested in, as far as those people that I know. There's also the other side where, when I was younger, I didn't, I didn't feel that what I had to say was actually worthwhile or valid. When of course it was. Everybody's words are as valid as anybody else's. Anybody's opinions are just as important as the next person's. Although that's hard to uh, accept, I suppose, for some people who struggle to let go of their own limiting beliefs that are holding them back, even though actually by relaxing, those beliefs can start to loosen and kind of fall away. Now, I just talk about whatever it is I talk about and it's not always hypnosis it's just me talking about my life and sometimes the best way for you to gain the best from this experience is to allow yourself to relax so don't think of this as an action movie try to get that out of your mind don't think of it as a you know there's, there's no car chases there's no there's no spaceships there's no you know no planets getting blown up there's nothing like that no water skiing no love scenes this there might be, oh no, no, there's no love scenes, there's no mining, there's 
you know it's not even not even a table with a bowl of soup on you know it's not even that I mean I know that wouldn't be part of an action scene in a film you know, a bowl of soup on a table but it's not even that exciting and it's not really supposed to be exciting the whole point is that the more you listen to my sessions these let me bore you to sleep sessions the more you notice that as you start to listen to my voice you have that familiar feeling of relaxation and tiredness start to spread throughout your body and mind and everything seems to just slow down which is quite groovy really I do like the word groovy it's a bit like gravy but with more of an ooh <laughs> I don't know what that means groovy would you like groovy on your roast potatoes don't you mean gravy yes I do but I'm trying to be groovy with my gravy can I please see the manager I don't like your attitude that might go that way depends I haven't been in a restaurant for so long I was watching um, Gordon Ramsay the other day the other night one of his uh, you know where he rescues restaurants I don't mean you know he's not in a helicopter and a restaurant sinking into the sea and he's rescuing it that way and it's like another action movie no no action movie but uh, I do quite like it actually I don't know why there's something about the the emotions involved maybe Gordon Ramsay definitely seems able to gain access to people's emotions quite quickly I nearly whistled again quick quickly 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 quite quickly quite quickly wouldn't it be funny if someone has had this image that someone presses the stop button on this saying oh that's just boring and getting angry because it's boring it's too boring wouldn't that be funny you imagine someone getting all uptight and angry because this recording called let me bore you to sleep is too boring all he does is just talk about nothing and it's just really boring and tedious and pointless and you know I've struggled to keep track of what he's saying because none of it's really that relevant to anything and he's talking about action movies and kitchen tiles 
all in the same sentence. How can this be possible? Why doesn't he do something more productive with his time? Well, this is probably the most productive thing that I could do with my time. Apart from all the other things that I could do that might be more productive. It's not the only thing I do, you know, I do do other things. At the moment I've got a, I've got a routine, it's not much of a routine, but the only real, I've got two, no three, no four, I don't know, I'll go through the different routines. So, I start from when I get up get up in the morning and usually my bladder wakes me up I don't mean no literally you know taps on my belly oh yo Jason get up out of bed no I don't mean I mean I, get, I wake up and I know that it's the first thing I'm thinking of is to go to the toilet. This has become probably a bit more prominent over the last, I don't know, 18 years. <laughs> it's been a while. It's not really anything that new. I think needing to go to the toilet, getting up, you know, in the morning or whenever you've had a decent amount of sleep it's sort of natural to I can't imagine it having ever gotten up out of bed after being asleep for seven or eight hours and not going to a toilet never woken up before ah, my blood is fine I'll go this evening I'll wait till this evening then I'll go no, it never happened. Never. Unless it has happened and I uh, I didn't write it in my diary, so it couldn't have been that important. Although there was, I want to tell you this, but I want to make sure I can come back to my routine. Because um, I think it's the right level of boredom. It's... In, back in 1997, I had this agency work, and it's I had no money. You know, so everything was kind of a bit weird. So I didn't have any money for food, and um, so I went at this day of work at the, in this agency, and the job was it was I don't know it was like in a a place that used to sell, used to rent uh, like bouncy castles and things like that for you know public events. So I I was there and I think I started at about seven thirty in the morning and I didn't go to the toilet the whole day. 
until I got home probably about five five or six in the evening and it was a hot summer's day I didn't go to the toilet once I'll admit I didn't write that in my diary but I've never forgotten it it's one of my most urine urine three days one of the longest periods of time I've ever gone whilst awake without needing to uh, do a wee wee anyway so when I get up I, I get up out of bed sometimes I'll lay there and I'll think uh, uh, do I want to get up be bothered to get up I'm feeling tired feeling sleepy I do sometimes make those noises but then I kind of gauge the situation and I'm too old to be wet in the bed so I got up, I get up every day. And of course, what happens next depends upon the weather. It might sound weird, you might think, well, surely don't I have a, a roof on my building? And I do. I've got windows and walls and everything, kitchen tiles, you know, general stuff. But if it's the winter, it's you know I don't have the heating on at night or when I'm in bed I don't have the heating on so part of my little routine is to put a dressing gown on walk to the door of the bed bedroom door walking out of the bedroom door you know uh, turn the heating on generally till it clicks so usually I put it on about 17 18 then I go into the bathroom I do a wee pee pee a sprinkle a splatter a tinkle whatever you want to whatever you want to call it really empty the hose pipe Drain the tap. I don't know what it's. Uh, bang the dust out of me Wellington boots. I don't know whatever. What if you want to use as a an example for urination? And so I do that. And then what I do? I go back. No, I go into the kitchen. So I turn right and I walk into the kitchen. And sometimes I look around. I suppose I've missed a few steps. Sometimes, I don't mean literally steps as in 
right, left, right, left, 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 right, middle, right, left, right. I, sometimes I do look into the mirror in the bathroom. So I've got two mirrors, well, technically three mirrors. So I've got a big mirror on a door, which used to be the airing cupboard, but it's no longer, there's still air in there, but there's no, it's not, hasn't got a, a boiler thingy that it used to have. So in there I keep my stocks, you know, like uh, toilet paper and face wipes that I use. It's weird to put the two places, one end of the body. Uh, yeah, so toilet paper, also moist uh, wet wipes, toilet wipes shampoo so I stock up so I have um, plenty there for a few months uh, was it well so I got toothpaste got quite a few toothpastes uh, quite a few uh, soaps and I've got probably about 20 plus soaps um, deodorants a few can cans of deodorant probably about five or six or seven um, mouthwash as well, I've got a few of those. And so it's, you know, I've got also uh, refuge bags, black bags for the rubbish. So I've got a couple of rolls of those as well in there. And that's on one shelf. The shelf above it, which is collapsing, I don't even know why it's collapsing because there's not a great deal of weight on it. But that's just a few like blankets and stuff up there. Uh, also, I put my bags for life up there as well. So I've got two bags for life. Well, actually, I think I've got three. Well, I might have four, but only two that I use. Because I think what happened is, yeah, that's right. I actually got a bag for life which was at Christmas from Iceland. I don't mean the country, the shop. I don't know if you have Iceland where you live. We have um, these, it's a store and they sell frozen stuff. So the majority of, I say the majority, I don't even know if it is. Yeah, it probably is actually. The majority of the food items in Iceland are frozen. So, if you go into my standard store, the one that's closest to me, there's quite a few freezers. I'll, I'll, I'll go through that anyway. I'll tell you the I'll describe the outlay of the floor and everything. So, I think it was probably January, February time. I went into Iceland and I said to them, look, I've got these bags for life. They cost me 50 pence each. And the idea is you keep the bags and when they wear out, you can replace them. They'll replace them and it won't cost you anything. So a bag for life. And 
I said to him, look, I've invested a pound of my, well, I've said, I can't use the word hard-earned money because I don't work, but I've spent a pound of other people's hard-earned money on these two bags for life. And I said, I'm pleased with them. I said, this is to the cashier. There was a queue, but they all seemed fairly okay. I looked in each of their eyes and they seemed as if they were okay with me having this discussion. There was one person with a bottle of cider waiting to buy, and I think maybe he, yeah, she was in a hurry, but I wasn't there for a long time, long enough to have to sit down, but and I said, I really appreciate what you and your colleagues and I think it was Brenda that sold me these bags and it was it was around the beginning of December last year so probably if I remember about I don't think it was the 1st I don't think it was the 2nd of December 2017 I don't think it was the 3rd of December 2017 I don't think it might have been the 4th or the 5th of December 2017 I'm pretty sure it was a Tuesday or a Wednesday that's kind of in the ballpark the area and the lady and the, the cashier said that she didn't need that much information and there's a lot of people waiting to be served and I said okay so I continued to talk at her and I, you know, I said I really appreciate all the work you do and I appreciate the idea behind um, giving me these bags for life. My understand it was a, it was a financial commitment on my part to pay for these bags, and you know, so I've I've taken a leap of faith, really, in you know Iceland, you know, sorting out their half of the deal, really. You know, so when my bags for life start to wear, start to fray, start to, you know, because I do fill them up quite heavy. I try and even things out. Um, so, for example, I do like cans of Coke. I'm trying to, actually, I'm not trying to cut down at all, but it sounds good if I say that. So, yeah, I'm trying to cut down. Um, so if I get, uh, let's say, some frozen stuff, maybe a couple of packs of Coke, um, as vegetables, <laughs> that's not very very often, but yeah, let's pretend I get vegetables, lots of vegetables and fruit, thousand bananas a day, and I try and even them out so that each bag has kind of the same weight. But it's very important, I find, to put the soft things at the top. 
for example, bread, to put that at the top of the bag. Otherwise, by the time I get home, um, I remember once I put the bread at the bottom and then I put a big box of cat food, which I give Andre, on top of the bread. And then on top of that, a couple, you know, I think a, a pack of six cans of Coke. And I also used the bag as a seat while I was waiting for the bus. And I was surprised to see that the, the bread had really gone flat. It was very un, unspreadable, if you know what I mean. It's, I don't know, I don't like to be picky, but sandwiches just there's a certain shape the sandwiches should be and I think I, don't, I think the sandwich it shouldn't look like a mushroom shape the sandwich just you know or I don't know burnt marshmallow you know you know what I mean so not sure where I I think I partly learned to do that to put the bread on top because I used to work in the co-op which is a like a grocery store when I was 17 so that's what, 30 31 years ago nearly what 30 it was 30 years ago Let's have a look, what are we now? July. So I started working in a co-op, I think it was April 1988, when I was still 17. And I worked there April, May, June, probably till the end of July. So it was around this kind of time that I stopped working there. I'm pretty sure, yeah. So, I kind of learned a little bit about how to pack bags and also things like eggs. There's a few things that I learned about eggs. I don't learn about eggs. I mean, I don't know much about eggs at all, really. I don't know why I mentioned it, but you you know you need to be careful with eggs. Um, I never used to check them because. The problem with checking eggs for a customer is if the eggs are broken, you have to sort of go and get new eggs. Yeah, it's a lot of hassle. So generally I wouldn't do that, but try and put the eggs on top as much as possible, but not so much on top that they fall out of the bag because in some ways, the eggs falling on the floor and smashing is worse in some ways than a couple of them being crushed underneath the uh, bag of cement or whatever it is that they've bought uh, that you put into that bag. So, and also try and keep the eggs in the container don't don't take them out of the container and juggle with them. Apparently that's frowned upon. 
so many rules I struggled a little bit and it wasn't in the rule book no juggling of the produce oh great close the door when you use the toilet just those kind of things wash your hands after yeah like anyone washes their hands so I say to the cashier if you you know I feel a little bit embarrassed because the bags that I'm using are Christmas bags they've got Christmas all over them they've got you know the, the word Christmas and pictures and you know like I think there was pictures of Christmassy stuff and I said I've got no issue with Christmas you know I'm I'm brought up to celebrate Christmas that's that's how I've been raised you know uh, it's just part of my heritage to She, she looked at me and she said I don't mean to be rude but you've been talking for quite a while now it's nearly time for me to go home but we've still got all these customers that are waiting and I think they're getting a bit restless she whispered in my ear she actually didn't say it out loud she whispered it I thought I wonder if she likes me. I wasn't sure. I never can tell. Unless someone jumps out of a plane and a parachute says, Jason, I like you on it. I, I've really, you know, I need like an obvious statement of uh, intent, really, I guess. I said, okay, I'll just, I'll just cut to the chase because I've always wanted to say that to somebody I'll cut to the chase I've never actually ever heard anybody say it in real life seen it in movies seen it on American TV shows never actually heard anybody say it out loud in a conversation in public I wanted to be the first I wanted to be a a maverick a maverick of that phrase let's cut to the chase what did she say I forget if she said it or I said it one of us and I said can we just can I have some different bags she said that's 50 pence each I said well can I just swap these bags for the generic green swirly bags that you have and she said why what's wrong with the bags you got and I said well they've got Christmas on them she said yeah but are they worn because really generally we only replace the bags for life if the bags that you already have that you've purchased are worn out and I said please 
please can you swap the bags for me and she looked at me she said yes I can do that for you and I will, I will always remember that moment because as I went to stand up from the chair and I picked the chair up and I stubbed my toe it wasn't so much I stubbed my toe but I carried the chair over to the other side near the window and I put the chair down on my own foot I let out a, a little bit of a yelp not a huge amount it wasn't enough to echo because you know those stores are quite big and echoey and it was just a I suppose a little bit like a, a ferret sneeze just like you know that just like but probably a bit a little bit louder a little bit a little bit louder but. so I got my bags which was really good so I now keep them in that cupboard the cupboard which is uh, in my bathroom so I have those two bags what I do because the bags are quite big and they take up quite a lot of space I found this genius idea here's what I do because I've got two bags you're not even going to believe this when I tell you I should try and uh market this as some kind you know but anyway I fold up one of the bags and I put it inside the other bag I only use up half the space I was very pleased with myself So, what else? Oh yeah, so, I don't generally open that cupboard, but I do look in the mirror. Some, it's not always to check for bogeys, but, you know, just to have a look. Check myself out, make sure that everything's where it should be, you know. But that's the main mirror, that's quite a big mirror. It's not technically um, my full height but the mirror starts probably about my shins and goes up to my head so it's quite cool there's also two other mirrors And that's in the bedroom cabinet. Not bedroom cabinet, kitchen cabinet. Not kitchen cabinet, bathroom cabinet. It's a cabinet 
If it was in the kitchen, I suppose we'd call it kitchen cabinet. If it was in a bedroom, it would be called a bedroom cabinet. It was, if it was in a loft, it would be called a loft cabinet. If I kept it on my bicycle, it would be called a bicycle cabinet. If I had it on a hat, I suppose it would be a hat cabinet, I don't know. But it's in the bedroom. It's in the bathroom, sorry. And each door is a mirror. So there's two sliding mirrors. No, there isn't. There's two opening mirrors. Two doors open, but there's a mirror in each door. And my dad's put that in when I first moved into my flat. And what that mirror is quite good for is to get more of a close-up of my face. Um, now I don't know why, but for some reason the lighting in the bathroom seems to shine brighter on the cupboard under the bathroom thingy mirrors rather than the big mirror. So what I do then is I go into the kitchen and I take my tablet. So I've got a tablet I take in the morning for my stomach. So I have like acid reflux stuff. So I take one tablet and I take it about an hour before I eat anything. I can eat after half an hour, but I leave it an hour normally. And what I might do is go back to bed. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. Other times, well no, there's no other times. Either I do or I don't. Other times I just walk halfway to the bed and sit on the floor. That's not real. It doesn't happen. But then if I do go back to bed for an hour or two, because when I wake up, often it's a little bit early. I might have only been in bed for four or five hours. I'll have the tablet, go back to sleep for another few hours, get up. And then I go back to the toilet again. Because I've already had, oh yeah, before I go back to sleep, I always have a nice drink of water. So there's always something to empty my bladder with, or from. And I suppose one of the first things I do is I go and see Andre, see how he's doing. He'd normally be fast asleep. So I go and I'll floss and brush my teeth and use my mouthwash and wipe my face with my face wipes, brush my hair, and then wash my hands, and just, you know, get myself fairly sorted. And then I'll go into the living room, and I'll give Andre a big cuddle, and let him kind of, let him out of the cage, let him do what he wants him for the rest of the day. I'll go and turn the laptop on 
and just have a quick look through the stats. So I start generally with the what is it? SoundCloud stats for a podcast, my Spreaker stats, and then I go to the blogger where my website is, check out the stats there, go on to Facebook and Twitter. And then I'll just have a look around, see if anything needs to go in a bin or into the recycling thing. You know, have a little tidy up. Sometimes I'll have a little scratch. You know, if I have an itch, I'll, I do scratch it. I'll be honest with you. And uh, then I'll go stick the kettle on, but I'll empty the water if there's any water in the kettle. I'll have a, have a little rinse out of the kettle, and then I'll put some water in, turn the kettle on, and I'll get a cup off the draining board. And I'll get a, uh, a bowl for my breakfast. At the moment, I'm eating shreddies. I, uh, I do alternate. Sometimes I'll have muesli. So what I'll do is I'll put the coffee I get the spoon I'm going to eat my breakfast with, and I use that to put the coffee into the, the cup. I get some sugar, I only have one sugar that goes into the cup, and then I get the milk out of the fridge. I put the shreddies into the bowl. By this time, the kettle is normally boiled. I pour the, the boiling water into the cup. I stir that around until it's nice and sort of mixed together with the, the water and the coffee and the sugar and then I pour milk in and I stir it again to make sure that it's nice and nice and uh, just a nice colour really not that the colour really makes that much difference because I'm drinking it you know, I'm not, not admiring it it's not a work of art I'm not going to be putting it into the Tate gallery or anything like that but and then I pour the milk onto my breakfast cereal and if it's sugar I put a, like a tablespoon of sugar onto the shreddies and I put the milk away into the fridge and I'll carry carry it into the living room and I'll have my breakfast you know what I quite like to do I quite like to have a drink of coffee and then have a mouthful of breakfast it's like like a nice warm cosy preliminary starter and then the breakfast is a now the main meal uh, it's quite a nice nice little mixture and then as I'm doing that I'll have the television on and I'll maybe watch the news or have a look see what's on Andre will often jump on onto me wanting to share my breakfast so I'll, I'll give him a couple of bits of shreddies he, like, he takes one and if it's hard he'll grab it and he'll run off and he'll eat it if it's soft sometimes we'll just eat it on me just let it you know so that he's still here for the next bit and then when I've done that I will 
take the bowl and the cup of coffee that I've finished but I don't always finish it sometimes there's a little bit left and I'll take that into the kitchen and put it into the water always got a bowl of water ready for uh, to soak stuff I don't need underpants or socks um, just you know cutlery and uh, dishes and things like that And then it gives me a start to the day. Then I'll get on and do whatever I'm gonna gonna do. I guess just it really depends if I've got any kind of plans, you know. Because sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do. But often I don't. But as I was saying earlier, the main, there's lots of different routines I have, I suppose. One of the main routines I've been trying to do is every evening, when it's you know fairly quiet, and trying to make a recording each day. And in some ways, the although the recordings do last. Uh, an hour or so each it's, this is kind of the easy part because after I've recorded it then it's editing and it's uploading and to all the different podcasts and sharing it and making a video out of it uploading that to YouTube and sharing it again and putting it onto my website and making pages and yeah, so that takes a couple of hours of work. It's not really work, is it, I suppose? It's just stuff. So I hope you enjoyed my interesting routine of my day-to-day -day life. Although there's a lot more there doesn't happen that I've not pretended to talk about or attempted I didn't get around to telling you the exact layout of the Iceland store maybe, maybe next time so I'm going to go now hopefully you've drifted off and I'll speak to you next time